Hey, what's, good what's up? Welcome to the latest episode of We Just Want a Podcast. I'm Carol. I'm Liana. And I'm Donna. Hello. Hey. Cool. <laughs> so we're in the month of November, and it just also so happens that we are in our six month mark of doing We Just Want a Podcast. Can you believe that? We've been doing this since May. Damn, I, I wouldn't have known until you mentioned it, Carol, to be honest. I was like, what? Six months? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was looking back at our first episode and when we posted it, and I was like, oh, that's so crazy that it was back in the beginning of May. I remember like this was just like an idea because we were stuck in quarantine. And then on top of that, I was in the hospital. And then and then we were just like, let's do a podcast. And we like got right into it as soon as I got home from the hospital. So it was like a really quick decision. And I'm surprised that we've done it for so long. It's crazy. It's been six months. It doesn't feel like six months. Oh, that's, yeah. yeah. I can't believe we've been in like, in like quarantine, COVID, stay at home for more than more than six months. Cause then it was obviously started like in the beginning of all in of March, this. right? Yeah. Holy moly. Holy moly three-fourths of the year already so far and I think it's not going to end anytime soon either so we'll probably be in quarantine for at least next year I don't know when next year but right somewhere (laughs) well there's vaccines now and I heard that like at least 50 million doses at least from the Pfizer company um will be available by Christmas so but I don't know we'll see so like, can you imagine it's going to be like the lines are like, you know, like those Black Friday lines where everyone's like standing outside of the, <laughs> of the building and everyone's just waiting for a shot. Holy shit. That'd be crazy. I know. I think everyone's going to rely on online shopping now because they're definitely not able to go into the malls right now. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. But no, I was imagining I, like the flu the shot vaccine, line, right? The yeah. vaccine line. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I thought you were talking about Black Friday shopping. Black Black Friday shopping for a vaccine. I imagine that scene somewhere. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like um I feel like they're gonna prioritize those who are more high risk though, right? Yeah, or like the ones working in the front line and essential workers. Mm Yeah. 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 Or sad to say they're gonna give it to the rich people. Probably. You know the ones that got the ones who got the money to pay first in line, you know all that. Mm-mm. Whatever, we'll see. I guess it depends who's giving out the vaccines because it's all based on like the hospitals, right? I have no idea. I have no yeah. idea. I don't know either, um, but we'll see. Hopefully, soon we can hear more about the vaccine and how to get it. Yes, positive energy for the rest of the year. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> yes. Oh. Well, this is definitely going to be a positive episode since um, literally when we post this, it's going to be the day before Thanksgiving Eve. That's considered Thanksgiving Eve, right? Or Thanksgiving yeah. Day? No, that the day of posting is Thanksgiving Eve. And then, yes. yeah. Okay. Okay. So, so we wanted to focus on what we're thankful for this year, since this is really close to Thanksgiving time. Um, who wants to start? Oh, every time it's always like these type of topics. I'm so shy. <laughs> no, they're just so, no, I've always been like that way. Like, you know, um, like our Thanksgiving, like tradition in my family, our parents, before we go to like a family party, we have like our own like little Thanksgiving, like 
breakfast or lunch or whatever oh yeah and our our parents in the case that we forget in the case that we don't say what we're thankful for thankful for with the rest of our family we have to say it with our like individual family and every time it's me and my siblings we get so shy saying in front of each other because obviously we're not the type to kind of say it out loud or even with you guys or with people in general i'm not i'm not the type to show my you know affection through words i'm more of a you know do sayer or a do say acts of server acts of service yeah service so everything Mm -hmm. people tell me to talk I'm like oh I'm a little shy about this (laughs) well this podcast is your perfect opportunity to prepare for that conversation since you have to do it anyways with your family amen six month mark and I'm still a little shy around the around the mic I'm I'm telling (laughs) y'all I'm just kidding (laughs) well in that Oh my gosh, she's blushing. <laughs> no, no, no. Are, my cheeks are just rosy. <laughs> All right, first, I'll, I'll go I'll go ahead and start. So, of course, the first thing I'm always thankful for is my family. Um, I think with this year, we're staying at home and like us trying to adjust to everything. I'm like super thankful how patient and how resilient everyone has been. So my parent, my mom actually works uh, at a, she works at a grocery store. So for her to be out there and just to help people and see everything, you know, we ask her to buy all our food. So I feel bad because she has to go through like all those people's shit. Um, oh, plus she's always like, you know, sick. So I'm always thankful that she's staying strong for us. And I know like having, you know, two more kids still in college or in high school and then trying to transition, you know, helping them out because, you know, obviously they didn't get to have those those experiences that the ones that the same experiences that we had. So I'm very thankful that they got to be, they're very patient that they, they're going through this you know kind of weird but yeah very thankful for my family we're thankful for mama salome too oh my god oh yeah it's people like her you know the essential workers who normally you're like oh they're just working at grocery store but honestly when it comes to this pandemic they're the backbone of the society you know just keeping us going because what would we have done without them in this type of situation exactly yeah. And have to deal with all the Karens and all the Kevins and all that. Hey, stay strong, essential workers. I see you. We appreciate you. And I apologize for all the stupid people if you're listening. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. For me, um, I mean, I was thinking about it too. Like, like, for example, I saw in the news the other day, it was like, there was an anchor who asked his family, like, what are you grateful for? And, you know, he had little kids and he said that there, he was met with crickets. Like there was not much that they were thankful for because it was such a long and hard year. And I was like, it's, it's true. Like it's painful for a lot of people right now in this time period. But when you kind of dig a little bit deeper, I think what I'm thankful for is just to be able to stay safe and at least still have money coming in. Like I think I'm more than that. I'm not just like grateful. It's just, I like, I feel so blessed, you know? Um, and obviously I'm thankful for my friends, like you guys and my family, but I'm also thankful for uh, poetry. I know it sounds really um, like cheesy, but honestly with it's it's hard living in isolation and, you know, not having as much connection. But um, my one of my favorite writers, her name is Rupi Kaur. I don't know. Have you guys? Oh yes, 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 yes. Her poetry. No. Mm -hmm. So so she's um, basically a self publisher. Um, Milk and Honey was her first book. Mm. I've heard that Mm -hmm. book. Yeah. Yeah, and then her new book um, just came out, and it's called Homebody. 
and it talks about like how she's coming home to herself in mind, spirit, and body. So I don't know. It's just those type of books where I tend to gravitate towards, especially in the winter months where I'm like, I can't go out. <laughs> it's a lot easier to like just, you know, veg out and feel disconnected. Um, but yeah, shout out to writers like Rupi. I'm thankful for you guys. <laughs> oh, that's so nice. Yeah. Um, well, you guys know I had a pretty crazy year this year. So definitely want to start off by really, really thankful that I'm able to sit here with you guys and do this podcast because through my crazy years, I didn't really appreciate life the way I was supposed to, I guess. Um, I think before my whole surgery situation or my brain situation, um, you know, kind of just living life, like really steady Eddie. Mm. And then I went through all that and really like started to appreciate life even more than before because of what I went through and how like at that time I didn't know what was going to happen to me because everything was so new. Um, so I'm definitely very thankful that I'm here today to back to normal hundred percent to be able to you know, live life the way I want to and really have that second chance again. Um, and I'm just really happy that I came out of it like 100% and nothing has really changed other than like my hair growing in different, uh, different paces, I guess, or different. Um, it's hard to still see my hair so short in the front. So I'm still like getting used to it or just patiently waiting for it to grow. Um, but definitely appreciative of that whole thing. And then really appreciative of my family taking care of me that those few months that I was recovering because um, being back with family, even for that time frame, um, I didn't really realize, you know, or not, not really like really realize, but just more of like um, being with my family again, living with them for that period um, really makes me appreciate um, what I've gone through and really, really glad that I have such a great support system with my family, my friends, even like my coworkers, when they like sent me flowers and chocolate and donuts and all that stuff. So um, it really made me realize what a great support system and I, I had and how much love I had from all these people that I really care about. So, and then just thankful that um, I'm I still have a job after all that, or even through this pandemic. Um, not a lot of people are very fortunate to have a job right now or to be able to work from home and still do what they do at home and safely. So really thankful that I'm still able to have a job and still able to be productive at home. Yeah, so a lot of things to be thankful for this year for me. Yeah. There's a lot. I think this year, if anything, it just shed a light on how much we took things for granted. I totally agree with that sentiment. Um, and I was just, I don't know, I might just like, this might be deep, but like, I think with life, it's not always like the big things that are happening. I think when you realize when your life is good, it's just always a little thing, which is peace and you have your family coming home or you know, you have food on the table and I know it, it might sound mundane and it's very easy to get caught up, 
with it. Like you're like, oh, maybe I can't travel this year or um, I lost the opportunity to, I don't know, X, Y, and Z, but it's just always the little things, right? And I get so overwhelmed when I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I know. Like, oh. Yeah. No, I totally agree. Like this year has been very like reflective for a lot of people. And I, you know how we can't see each other a lot now, but when people get small glimpses of actually seeing other people, you can see like a little light in their face. You know, like um, when was the last time I saw you guys? But every time, the first time I saw you guys, when the, when we did shelter in place, like the energy was so crazy because it felt like we haven't seen each other in such a long time. Like that human interaction yeah. that we took so like, so grand, like took for granted that yeah. like when you finally had it, we're like, damn, like I, I missed this, but we shouldn't, you know, waste that, waste that energy now, waste that, waste that time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It, it makes you appreciate every time you see someone in person for the first time in a while. Cause you know, back before COVID started, like you would just hang out with anyone you wanted to and just yeah. like catch up with them once in a while and like, just kind of do that freely. But now it's kind of like, you have to pre-plan it. Um, and then if you wanted to really talk to people, like you can only really do it virtually. Um, so also thankful for the technology that we have today and how the pandemic hit now versus years ago when technology wasn't so advanced. Um, with with technology nowadays, like you can just talk to anyone, anytime, anywhere and um, and still stay connected with people even if you don't get that in-person interaction that you're used to. I, I've seen both sides of like the people who can work virtually versus the people who have been furloughed or laid off. Like for my parents, for instance, like my mom can teach virtually um, with piano because she usually teaches at home um, with her uh, students coming to our house. But now with COVID, they can't come. And so like for her to be able to virtually like still teach them and get an income that way, um, it's it's really great. But then on the other side, like my dad works at a restaurant and he can't work in a restaurant right now because of COVID. So he's like not so he's just at home doing nothing or not doing nothing, but like not working. And so like, I see the effects of people who can work from home versus people who cannot work from home or are furloughed or laid off because of the pandemic and um, everyone's struggling. But at the end of the day, I think we're just very happy that we can stay safe. And luckily my parents have not gotten COVID at all before, knock on wood, but like, yeah, but like the thing, Uh, I think um, them just being safe at home, even if my dad's not working right now, um, it makes me feel at ease. So I'm the same way. Like, for example, I'm fortunate enough to be working from home, but my sister who just finished her undergrad studies, she's been job hunting for months now, and it's not a ideal nor ideal economy for any new grads to be looking for a job. So, you know, she's struggling. Um, And I think, I don't know, like, I think for the people who have lost their loved ones through COVID too, because right now it's like, we're back in like, not even square one. It's like negative square. Yeah. (laughs) It's it's been worse. To the damn purple tier. The fucking purple tier. And, you know, and I think that we're all experiencing fatigue of staying isolated from each other. I, for one, I'm, have not been perfect about, you know, staying in quarantine. I've taken precautions, but I took some risks as well. So I don't know. I just, I guess one piece of 
what I want to say is that like just hang in there people because at least like with the vaccine I feel like that's the light at the end of the tunnel and it's not just gonna be up to us individually of like staying safe it, it seriously is such a collective effort and I know how divided we are right now and I don't know if you guys feel the same way like I'm pretty I'm such an empath sometimes like I'm like I'm in tune with all the anxiety with all the tiredness and I feel so heavy and I feel like just I don't know take care of yourselves people <laughs> go for a yeah. walk drink hot cocoa it's like I said it's the little little things and I'm grateful for people who are still fighting even if that means surviving right now yeah I think that if you're taking the precautions and you're staying safe and limiting yourselves to like interacting with people as much as possible um, I think that's all the best you can do right so if you do end up like going outside to get groceries or interacting with people like just do in a safe manner um, and that's all you can really do okay enough with the feels give me a fun fact <laughs> or something I don't know too emotional just thinking about everything <laughs> yeah. well before we go into fun fact um what about the reflection of the podcast itself now that we're in the six month mark oh yes you know it's so funny though because I still tell people like other people oh I'm doing a podcast I'm doing podcasts and then they like they're like oh what's it called and I go oh it's we just want a podcast and I'm like I always like end up always talking about it but because mm-hmm. it still feels like we're still you know, the beginning of it still feels like we're still episode one, but then I'm yeah. like, oh my God, never mind. We we're already on like episode 12, 13. I'm like, damn, I can't believe we already had that many episodes. I'm like, wow, wow, just wow, 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 wow. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, so I think it's such a it's, a, it's a milestone, right, Carol? Like, I think, I think it's one of the silver linings of you getting sick (laughs) it would not have happened without you know us visiting you at the hospital and us wanting to pass the time with um, quarantine we're like we need a project otherwise I'm gonna go crazy (laughs) (laughs) that's Um, true yeah so I I feel like same way you know yeah I feel like the only difference with this podcast versus not doing the podcast is that we're recording us talking to each other that's basically it Mm -hmm. yeah Otherwise, we would have been in these Zoom calls and just like talking about anything. So yeah, that's the only real difference. But these conversations just got forty dollars more expensive because we just bought mics. <laughs> Times it by three, one hundred and twenty. Yeah, it's a yeah. one-time payment. It's a one-time payment, so it's no big deal. <laughs> I don't know. I I didn't realize we were at the six month mark until like recently. And I was just like, wow, it doesn't feel like we've been doing this for six months. And then um, I I think of us like being consistent with our cadence of posting or um, just like making sure that we always have good content for our listeners. Um, It's definitely a lot of work to think of different topics that our listeners would be interested in or even things that we would be interested in talking about Um, I think just the fact that we've been able to keep up with that cadence, um, it, I'm really glad that we made it to this six month mark and I'm looking forward to what more we can bring to this podcast or what more we can do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I feel the same way. I feel like, you know, one, it's so cool to say I have a podcast, um, 
And then two, I think it's more like, I think I really enjoy meaningful conversations. And I feel like this has trained me to do that a little bit because, I mean, we talked about this before, like we, I don't know, like to know that your thoughts and your way of thinking is out there, it just makes you a little bit more critical of yourself. But at the same time, it trains me to be more confident in my voice, in my perspectives. Um, I notice that at work, for example, like I'm like, I'm kind of more comfortable being on camera and speaking up in meetings um, and all around just being more um, education, educated, um, education, what was that word? Edumacated. Edumacated. <laughs> I hear you, I hear you. <laughs> so yeah, that, there we go, point made, edumacated. <laughs> no, then I want to add to that. Yeah, I think this podcast, you guys have like definitely helped me grow more in terms of the way, the way I think, um, critically thinking, or just kind of like putting, be, being more open to myself. You guys asked me like questions that I've never thought I would ever get asked or made me think, you know, in other ways that I would never have thought of. So, you know, shout out to you guys for always making me grow. I know being the youngest, you guys are always kind of giving me like those little, those little lessons. And I'm always kind of like taking that into my head. I'm like, okay, this is what Carol, this is what Liana told me to do, you know, or, you know, or gave me another perspective of, and that kind of made me grow um, in the six months, you know? Aww, yeah. yeah Donna, you gave a different perspective for me too. All around. <laughs> yeah. Aww. I think it's just like all these conversations make you really think about like more of what's out there because mm-hmm. um, you only know what you know right and these conversations is where you learn more about what other people know or what other people think to, for you to like really form what your opinions are so I think these are conversations that like it was always meant to be had but um, I think it, it definitely forces us into having the conversations that you know I know there were conversations that we've had where I was like very uncomfortable to like put on the podcast or like things we've said in the podcast that we ended up not putting in the podcast and things like that. And that it makes you really like want to be careful on what you say, but also portray your true authentic self. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's that that's what I really learned from this podcast, because in the beginning, you kind of just like say what you want to say, but then you start when you listen back as you're editing the podcast, you're just like, do I really want to say that or portray that to the world? And it really makes you think of what you want to say in the future. So that's definitely what I've learned from this whole podcast experience. Yeah, for me, I think I'm pretty proud of ourselves of making it this far too. Like I, like when you put it in the business of a, I mean, in the context of a business, the startups always fail, like in the beginning stages, because it's, you know, we got that energy from the very beginning. We're like gung-ho about it. We're super excited. But I have to admit with you guys, like, you know, working a full-time job and mentally draining with the pandemic, like it does take a lot for, for example, to edit, to make sure that we keep up with the cadence with our posting um and we still face that challenge because we're all working full-time and but I don't know I I truly meant it when I say like this is a project that I love doing um and I don't know it keeps me busy I don't I know some people cope with anxiety or uncertainty different way but for me 
something that's creative and something that is purposeful, it gets me up in the morning. Um, so I do think that this is fun, but it's also, there's a meaning to it. <laughs> yeah. And I do like with the podcast, like we kind of just do it in our own way. So like if there's days or weeks where we're just like, let's take a break, let's get back to it fully refreshed. Then mm-hmm. we have that flexibility to do that. And um, that's what I really feel like this is really not just for fun, but um, something that we're really passionate about. And if we need to take a break, we can definitely take a break and come back fully recharged, right? Like you said, so. I'm so quiet because I'm like, again, reflective of what's been going on the last few the few months. But yeah, no, best said, you guys kind of hit it spot on how this podcast journey has been going through. And so it's been fun. I'm, can, I'm looking forward to all the next episodes. <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Thankful for our listeners for listening our, you know, to our mumbo jumbo too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Even the day ones, the ones who have been listening from the very beginning, I think yeah. we're at least like, what? 14, 15 episodes in, and that's like at least a half hour to an hour of us just talking about everything. And then Mm -hmm. people are just like listening on. So really appreciate it for everyone out there who's listening, especially those who have been consistently listening since day one. Hearts, hearts. Love you guys. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, So should we start with fun fact? Yeah. Yeah. Who got it? I got it. So since we are in the Thanksgiving festivities, um, do, I do have a fun fact related to Thanksgiving. Um, so did you guys know that Americans eat 704 million pounds of Jesus. turkey every Thanksgiving? Pounds. Damn. You said yes. pounds. Yep. Pounds. So a million pounds. To- million pounds million pounds yeah according to the national turkey federation around 44 million turkeys were served at thanksgiving in the united states in 2017 wow i don't eat turkey for thanksgiving though do you guys (laughs) uh sometimes i do so for my family because my mom is quote-unquote vegetarian but not really vegetarian she likes to call herself a vegetarian but she eats chicken and fish um (laughs) she's yeah pick a day basically she's a day vegetarian (laughs) part-time yeah Yeah, she says she's a (laughs) vegetarian but she's not a vegetarian because of those things but she's just a picky eater a picky eater is what i call it but anyways um because of that we end up just eating hot pot for um, Thanksgiving and even Christmas. So my, uh, my not my brother, uh, my uncle would sneak in some ham sometimes just on the side so we can have some sort of American Thanksgiving dinner. Mm-hmm. But usually we would just eat hot pot. Oh, yum. Sorry. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> no, my family is the same way. I think we put turkey as like a side dish. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. the main dish. That's like in the corner of the damn table. Yeah, there's... <laughs> We usually have like a big lechon, which is like a roasted oh. pig. And that's in the middle of the table for sure. And then yeah. we have like the smallest turkey you can ever find. And that's in the corner of the table, just for the just picture. Just tribute, you know? Yeah. Thanksgiving, at least. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't think I've ever been at a Thanksgiving dinner where we had a full on turkey. Mm. It would just be like the turkey meat, but not like full on turkey mm. just in front of you to cut. Yeah. Um, 
yeah I don't know maybe it's just the Asian side of the family yeah I think so I feel like at least for me my family we used to have Thanksgiving and then or with turkey but then we realized none of us actually really like turkey (laughs) we're like what the fuck with I thought you like turkey like no I thought you um so we switched to like a tri-tip you know the one that you just bake mm-hmm. and it's so much I don't know it's gone it's easier um, yeah it was a lot easier whereas turkey we have to finish it in like three days we're like oh we're tired of yeah. it yeah yeah but yeah. we also cook um you know like Malaysian dishes where it takes a lot of preparation and a lot of prep and and it feels more special so we cook a laksa johor which is like this it's it's like a village type of food but oh like it's good it's like fish with like spaghetti (laughs) I've never heard of that fish sauce with a spaghetti um not fish I think I think I've you know it you know it oh I think I've seen it in the show okay yeah like it's like spiced it's not laksa peening where I know a lot of like restaurants serve now because it's Singaporean um okay maybe that's what I was thinking of because it's a Singaporean show it's 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 in the same family as laksas. There's different provincial type of dishes. Mm. So I am so excited. We're gonna cook that this year. So yeah, we're happy. <laughs> I swear to God, I don't think my family ever cooks like American food. I think I've like 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 I said, those are all like the side dishes. Like the main dishes are like the bunseed and the, the Filipino cuisines. Like I don't remember. I think it's like, always like one small tray of like mashed potatoes and like. All of that, and then the rest of it is like chow mein, fried rice, lechon, fancy, regular like party food. But yeah. it's just like Thanksgiving is just an excuse to throw a party, but yeah. not this year. I think we're doing it really small. It's just my immediate family, which is still a lot. We're still sick, so it's still gonna be loud games and everything. Yeah, yeah. I think it's okay that like everyone has different kinds of Thanksgiving dinner. The whole point of Thanksgiving is just to get together with family. So mm-hmm. whatever food you have in front of you, it doesn't really matter as long as you're with the people you love. Yeah. Facts. Okay. Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday because Christmas is so stressful with like presents and, uh, but Thanksgiving, you just eat good food and you just go in a coma. Okay. Thanksgiving is legit the best holiday for any party because the only criteria you need is to bring like food like yep. it doesn't even have to be a big food it can be like the smallest dish ever you bring that and that gives you the like the ticket or walk in with someone who has the food and that is your ticket to eat the rest of the food like <laughs> right like with christmas you have to bring a gift or you don't have to bring a gift but you feel bad of if course. you don't bring a gift or yeah, you feel right. bad if someone got the same gift as you or you know like oh how big or small small but with food it doesn't matter the size or anything as long as you bring the food and you're good to go, right? Yep. With Christmas, that's all anxiety right there. Yep, yep. That's true. That's true. That's totally. true. Well, take pictures of your food, guys. I want to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm so excited. Um, and this past, I did one little Friendsgiving with a very small group of friends, and I made pumpkin pie for the second time this year, oh. and it was so good. It like it was finished at that party. And yeah. it was just a whole pie. So I was really happy. I will, ex- I will accept pumpkin pies if you end up making another one and your Friendsgiving or Thanksgiving of yours gets canceled. Just drop it off on my house. The contactless, fuck? contactless, you know, drop off and we're good. I will critique it and everything. I'll take well, it. Well, I already know what I'm going to make for December. My baking project. 
project and I'm really, really excited because it's a French dish that I made back in high school. It's um, it's called Bush de Noel. It's like a Yule log dessert. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's a Christmas dessert for French people or is in France? Um, and I'm really excited to make it. So yeah, I'll definitely share with Donna and sorry, Liana, because I don't know if I'll make it by the time you move to San Diego. Oh, I, see. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> I would share if you were in San Diego. I got you. I got you. Yeah. Just take pictures. Uh, I'm glad that we got this in recording. So people, if you, if I end up saying that Carol never gave me this dish, we have it in recording people. So let me know. If she, I'll let you guys know if she did or did not give that to me. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hold me to that. Holding you accountable. accountable. Yes. (laughs) Word of the day, accountability. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Well, that's it for our Thanksgiving episode. Um, Next time we'll talk again is in December. And don't know if that will be the second to last episode or the last episode of the year, but we'll see. but excited to record more. Happy six months to you guys. Happy, happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving. And happy Thanksgiving. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Bye guys. guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.